If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here because you know what it is too, Amy, that we are at the at the base of it, human beings are storytellers Mm -hmm. and we learn best through, I mean, we learn in modeling and community. Yes. But usually the mechanism that we use the most to transfer lessons is our stories. And so I am so delighted to have this episode today because I want to know how to leverage that. I want to know how to, you know, sometimes you tell the story over and over again to you, you've told it 30,000 times. So to you, it feels stale. But sometimes the person in front of you is like, oh, what? You went through that? How did you, what? I, I need to talk to you. So I, I want to know how to, you know, maximize and amplify those points of human connection so that it can really leverage the story into, into the business. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was one of my hardest lessons, I think, to learn as a speaker because I have this geeky science brain that wants to just dump all the facts that I know on your lap and then be like, aren't you excited about that? And then I watch as the audience, like I'm overwhelmed and want to be done. (laughs) So I've really had, yeah, it it is. I, I have this natural tendency to feel like being in my path is like getting sprayed by a fire hose. And Mm -hmm. so really learning how to use my story to create those connections and let the information land, you know, it's, um, earlier this year, I went to Australia and I was speaking for this group and, um, I had four different sessions that I did. One of them was an info dump session and the other one of them was very story heavy. And then the other two were kind of like in between and guess which one was the one that everyone was talking about and loved and was like, we got to have you come back again. It was the story one because it's the feel that creates the open context for us to learn and to grow. So I'm excited that we have an expert Mm -hmm. in this area to come and like straighten us out. So Amanda Moxley is an international business coach. She's got over 17 years of experience in speaking, coaching, mentoring, and building businesses online and offline. Her genius is in tuning into you and your unique seminar story to find the gold, package it up, and then deliver it from a place of deep connection and joy through speaking. So Amanda, we're super excited to have you here with us. Thank you. Gosh, you guys are really great at this. (laughs) Well, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) We want to hear your, your story, really. I mean, obviously to get to this place, you had to go through some experiences to kind of figure this out. So how did you get started and how did you end up where you're at today? Oh my goodness. Well, it's been a long journey and has not been an overnight uh, success, but, um, so I started out just, I've always been one of those people that is very real, raw, relatable, authentic, and 
not really caring too much with what other people think, which mm-hmm. has its advantages and then not so. So people were always coming up to me and saying, how do you do this? How are you like this? And I just said, I think it's because my parents just let me be myself. And so mm-hmm. I just started being able to communicate real and raw and passionately from my heart without caring what people think and not being scripted and telling stories and telling the real and the raw truth of what, what I, what was happening and being vulnerable with people. And then clients would come up to me and say, or listeners to my speaking. And they said, Hey, you, your vulnerability is your superpower. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, but there's also a strategy behind it which Mm -hmm. I know you guys are all about strategy. So, you know, you want to have vulnerability, but also showcase your expertise. You don't want to just throw out all your dirty laundry out there and just leave people like emotionally hungover. So you have to be strategic and also showcase your expertise. And then knowing that your idea, your audience is a version of you. So Mm -hmm. telling these stories. So that's kind of how I did this. I started out um, as a holistic health coach in 2005. And I started speaking all around my town and my city and then some national and I just kept going. And then I created a program called speak your way to success to help people attract clients through speaking. And I, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how it started and where I am now (laughs) that helps. Yeah. I love it. So did you have, uh, we, we like to ask about the Valley that so many of us experience. In fact, I think every successful person has that moment where it's like success. And then you're like, Oh, now the Valley. And now, you know, you got to pull yourself back up and get the success again. Um, tell us about your Valley and what you learned during it. Well, I have to say it in 17 years of being an entrepreneur, I've had multiple valleys and multiple Mm -hmm. peaks. Um, and for me, the biggest thing I think I've learned is it's like, it's very easy. I think to, to fail and to be the underdog, you know, for me in my childhood, I was, I was teased on the playground for being chubby and like my parents were divorced. And so I just kind of had this like not winning attitude in a lot of ways. Um, so I think when I, for me, a Valley was reaching a, a pinnacle of success and then not knowing how, and then, then that allowed me to fulfill a dream of living in Hawaii for two months. Um, multiple for multiple years and then allowing me to have the income to buy my dream house mm-hmm. with my husband. And so I then getting that expansion and then being worried, when will the other shoe drop? Mm-hmm. Even though I was like at the top of the mountain, there was still a lot of fear that mm-hmm. I couldn't sustain it. And of course, you know, worthiness or, you know, all these things I'm totally beyond that now. But so I would say that was my Valley. Um, even though I was at the top, and mm-hmm. learning to be okay with expanding like arms out, like mm-hmm. I'm going to fly mm-hmm. and I'm going to yeah. be safe and it's okay to feel good and for things to be amazing. <laughs> it's safe yeah, to be amazing. It's interesting when you get to the top and you have a fear that the bottom is the truth, but mm. when you're in the bottom, you're not fearing that the top is the truth. Like it's such an interesting game right? that our minds play with us yeah. that we, I, I totally see that as one of the key things we get to overcome in learning to be successful. That's awesome. That's really good. It's so true. Yeah. So tell us about, um, I, I want to hear a little bit more about the process. Okay. The process, um, which process? 
the process to get people to harness their story in a powerful way, like you said, you know, but there's vulnerability, yes. but there's a strategy behind it. I'm like, ooh, do tell. Okay, okay, yes. You can't okay. tease us with a strategy and not talk about it. Like, <laughs> that's like dangling uh, donuts in front of a sugar addict. <laughs> okay, I cannot do that to you. Okay, no. so the process is really journaling out your own story and writing it out and, but positioning it in such a way that you're writing it for your ideal client. You're not just like a lot of my clients, like I had one client send me her seminar. I call it the seminar story. And it was 37 pages long and it went all the way back to birth. Now I think it's important to write out your entire story because there's gold and there's nuggets in there, but you're looking for themes and you're looking for really like you, when were you at your low point? And then when were you at your high and where is your ideal client listening to that? Because every story you tell, you want to tell them so that they can relate to it. So, um, so really just journaling that out and showcasing your vulnerability and really showing how, how bad it was and getting graphic with like now, now some people have had some horrible things happen. Mm. I don't recommend getting graphic with that. Like you have to, you have to know your audience, but just sharing like the feels of the rock bottom. And so here's an example. So in 2011, it's been a long time, but I, for example, was at a rock bottom in my business. This was before I went to the, to that pinnacle top and I had drained my savings and I was down to my last $200. And I had to actually ask my mom to help pay our mortgage that month. And it was like so embarrassing. Cause I was like, I'm doing this. I had been an entrepreneur doing my own thing for six years. And I had to, I hit that rock bottom. And I remember going to an event and I was staying in Venice beach at this hotel. I didn't have enough money to even walk to this mastermind that I was attending. Sorry. I didn't have enough money (laughs) to actually drive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had to walk. And literally someone was like shot out. It was like shot out in front of like where I stayed. It was sketchy. And, and, not, and I just remember physically, my body felt really, really skinny. And I'm not like a really skinny. That's like not my go-to. I'm, but I was feeling very, very skinny. And I was so stressed and so much fear. And I'm like, this is my rock bottom. And here I am like at some super nice hotel. And it was my turn to get in the hot seat with the coach. And I'm sitting there and I'm like crying. I'm like, and I have $200. I always ask my mom for money. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she looked at me. She's like, Amanda, you're in your seminar story. And I was like, what you mean? This isn't the end. This isn't how my story ends. And it, I like grabbed onto like a thing of hope, like a piece of hope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to be telling this story. Like, this isn't my rock bottom. This is just a part of my story. I'm in the middle or I'm in the, this certain spot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I ended up investing and working with this coach, of course. And then I went on to make 54,000 in those six weeks where the year before I had mm-hmm. only made 50,000 the whole year. That's so, awesome. so there is an example of a story where I talked about how bad it was and what it felt like and where I was. And I took you there, but I also yeah. showed, I didn't just leave you at, Oh yeah. I only had $200 and had to ask my parents for money. Mm-hmm. I said, Hey, and then the expertise is then I invested in myself and I also made that money back fivefold. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So let's go back through. So the process is you're going to start by, I'm going to make sure I've got it. Yeah. You're going to start by writing down your story and getting it all out. Cause you need to get all out. Then you're going to have 
I would say you probably need some help on this because sometimes we are too attached to our story to see the gold nuggets, but then you're going to go back through, look for the themes, look for the gold nuggets and reframe the story so that it attracts your ideal client, connects with their emotional needs, and then compels them to want to take action on the next step. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did uh, I miss anything? I would also say you're only going, you're going to find like that wedge, that intersection of where you're actually going to be at, where it's going to be relevant to their client. To your mm-hmm. point. You're not, and then you've got to really, a lot of people are either really good at being really vulnerable or they're really good at really bragging. So you have to, it might be uncomfortable for you to really brag and show. And so that would be the other step in there is really add the details of how bad it was, but also include the heights and what mm-hmm. you got and the benefits of the transformation. Cause people will pay for that transformation. They want what yeah. you have on the other and what's possible for them. Yeah. So brag about that. Yeah. And I like the way that when you are telling this story, you said, you know, you're in this rock bottom, but then you invested in yourself. Because a lot of times people, when they are, when they relate to the rock bottom, they, and they don't see a way out, they're like, I don't even know how I could even make that possible. Right? Yeah. How, how could you invest in yourself when you only have $200 in your pocket? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that ingenuity and that ability to to connect those dots, um, I think is priceless when it comes to teaching people that it's like, you know, there's, there's, there is a way to the other side. You definitely attract what you share. So you have to be like, there was another point. Uh, okay. And then the other positive thing about this is that this story, then you can create a program out of it. Mm -hmm. And for example, then I created a program called NGL money drama. And then mm-hmm. I had a five-week course about it. I wrote a book about it. This is mm-hmm. years ago, like I said. But I remember when I was in promo for that, I was like, and I had $200 left. And I forgot the expertise part. And people were like, I only have $200 too. Can you help me? And I was like, <laughs> okay, remember the positive, you know, yeah. part at the end. You have to really re- like write the note, put, put a note down and yeah, exactly. give yourself those notes. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay. So it's time for our listener challenge. And I think our listener challenge needs to be to start writing your money story or start, sorry, start writing your seminar story. Hey, so you see your $200 got stuck in my head too, but start <laughs> writing say. your seminar story yes. and looking for the ways to be able to turn that into the story that sells. I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So we're going to move into the, the lightning round. That's when we ask you some um, quick answer questions. Just the first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Sure. Okay. Question number one, what's the best business advice that you've ever gotten? Lightning. This isn't exactly lightning. I <laughs> would say, well, my motto and my motto that I give that I learned from watching a lot of success panels and seeing people do it is that just effing do it. JFDI. That's my motto. JFDI. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question is what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? A millions daily. So obviously unworthiness, deserving, mm-hmm. um, how good can you stand it? Just a lot mm-hmm. of inner mindset, mm-hmm. um, belief work. I mean, constantly, I feel like that's a part of every day. Yeah. Work. Yeah. It's kind of Just, that gardening, the inner mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Question number three, who's your business girl crush? A woman in business. Who's really that, that you admire? Amy. Amy. Oh, thank you. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> she's my girl crush right now. She's amazing. 
She is. We were talking all about her strategy yesterday and she has so many exciting things going on in her business. So I'm crushing right back at you. Oh, that's awesome. I'm blushing. Okay. So next question is what is the number one door that you want to open for you right now? That is a great question. So I would like to grow. I'd like to grow my team to be able to support me more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that feels so good. I'm excited for you to have that. And we, Monica and I love opening doors. So we'll see if we can like make some good recommendations or introduce you to the right people. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you. So having, having a, a, a eyeline view to your business goals, as you achieve each one of them, what's your next level of contribution? Oh, I love that. Well, I'm, I'm an avid tither. So, mm-hmm. and then the, the church that I attend, they're constantly doing fun, exciting things. So personally, I would like to have a Holy Spirit house for the homeless where we oh, actually cool. are building a, with my, my son had this idea years ago when I asked him, Hey, if you won the lottery, what would you want to do? He was, he said, Oh, he was like five. Okay. So, and he's like, well, I would be the president and I would build houses for everyone. Mm. And so then we came up with this thing anyway. So I like the idea of a Holy spirit house for the homeless and then educating them, but teaching them all about, um, health and nutrition and growing their own food. And obviously oh, Holy spirit and Christ and the Bible and all those things that we really, that I feel like people really need for a life of recovery and redemption. Mm-hmm. Mm, I yeah. am in love okay. with that idea. And, um, I have somebody that I want to connect you with because, They've been um, creating these um, communities inside of Haiti, and now they're moving into Mexico as well, where they, they, it's based around you infuse money into the community at the beginning, but then you are teaching people the skills and creating jobs within the community. And then the community starts to output and then they're able to sustain themselves. So um, it's kind of similar to, similar to your model, but a little bit different. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause you would want to, you wouldn't want to manage and grow that team and have, you know, that'd be too much work. You would want to grow up leaders too. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Good stuff. Okay. So now comes the fun part where Monica and I say, what's our biggest takeaway um, from your talk and what did we learn? So mine is actually that I think I undersell on the bragging part. (laughs) Like, Um, Mm -hmm. I don't sometimes, I don't sometimes share enough of the accomplishment. I just focus a lot on the vulnerability connection part and also on the information part, but that is where I can see how sometimes I, I end. And instead of people feeling like you're my next teacher, they feel like let's be friends, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like Mm -hmm. they got the first part, but not the end. So I can see that's my missing gap. That's awesome. That's great. My takeaway was about speaking to the pink elephant in the room. I, I have a penchant, Amy will, will laugh at this. I have a penchant for mentioning the saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> but sometimes that feels very confrontive. So when, you, when you're saying that vulnerability is your superpower, saying the quiet part out loud vulnerably sounds more like permission to be authentic than run away. This person's got your numbers. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Love it. Awesome. Okay. So what is the next step? If people want to learn more about you, Amanda. So I have an, um, a masterclass called, um, how to attract three to five clients with every talk you deliver. And it teaches you more details on going into your seminar story, 
and then framing your seminar story to go into a talk, but also that that talk is a preview of your program. So you effortlessly sell from the end of your talk and enroll clients. So it's a masterclass that you're going to give the link to. Um, it's about 57 minutes and it's really, really good. And you're going to love it. Awesome. I can't wait for you guys to go listen to it. So we are putting the link in the show notes. Make sure that you go grab it. Amanda, thank you so much for being here with us today. We just love your energy and all the good stuff that you're doing in the world and can't wait for more people to get connected with you. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed being here. Yes. We love it. Thank you so much, Amanda. Bye everybody. See you next episode.